0: Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the Makeshift Happen podcast. I am so happy that you're here and I'm super excited to bring you today's episode because it is highly requested and we're getting into all things manifestation. So today we're going to talk about the exact steps to start manifesting some of the biggest mistakes that we run into when we try to manifest and the mindset shifts that you're going to need to make in order to become more of a magnet for those manifestations and the things that you desire. And I also offer you some journaling prompts and some affirmations that you can use in your daily life to help you develop more Trust and faith in the universe and let go of some of that control or some of those doubts about how it's possibly going to happen and when it's coming and how it will work out. And I give some really good examples too for the ways in which we might think we're doing a good job at working towards our manifestations, but there's still some things behind the scenes in our mindset or actions that might be blocking us. So if it sounds like it's an episode for you, maybe even grab a notebook and a pen because we do go over a lot of really good tangible tips and make sure that you share it with a friend if you think that they would love it and also want to know all this good juicy information about manifestation. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Welcome to the Make Shift Happen podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Daly, entrepreneur, life coach, and your no BS bestie, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind and up-level your life. So turn the volume up and roll the windows down if you're coming along for the ride. Let's go make shift happen. when I asked you guys what you wanted to hear me talk about on the podcast, an overwhelming amount of you said something about manifestation. There was just, I was really kind of blown away that that was the the major response, which is awesome, obviously, because I love the topic of manifestation. It's something that I teach my clients that is part of my course. And a lot of the work that I do as a coach. So I could talk about manifestation for days, but I really wanted to make sure that one of the first episodes on the podcast was delivering some of that content for you guys since so many of you were interested in that. So today we're going to try and talk about like the basics around manifesting, everything that you kind of need to know and understand, and maybe some of the mistakes that you're running into as you're trying to develop a manifestation practice and all that kind of stuff. So I think... I've talked about this before on Instagram and maybe, you know, with my clients, but what we really first have to understand about manifestation is that it's not this crazy, magical woo-woo experience thing and it's also not something that you can just start doing or stop doing whenever you choose. If you really understand the law of attraction, you know that it's a universal law, the same as like the law of gravity, right? It's just something that exists in our world and it's always in effect. It's not something that we can choose to start or stop. We can create more intention around the way that we work with it and that we choose to utilize it, but it's not like you can ever just stop manifesting. So we've all always been manifesting throughout our entire lives already. There's a lot of experiences and relationships, both good and bad, that we've all manifested through our vibration, our desires, our intentions, and our actions, right? So the first thing to really understand is to take sort of the abstract idea about manifesting out of it and stop viewing it as something that's so difficult or hard or, Intangible or crazy or magical, yes, there are many manifestation stories that will drop your jaw to the floor because it does feel like real life magic because in a lot of ways it is. But when we view manifestation as being something so abstract and so far out of our reach and so hard to do, It blocks us from being able to experience it in a way. So first, just understanding that manifestation is something that we're all constantly doing all the time already. A lot of your life, you've manifested, whether you've realized it or not, just based on your energy, your intention, and your actions towards things, right? There's jobs and relationships and experiences and things that you've manifested probably unknowingly. So just recognizing that this is already something that you're doing so that you can start to view it as something more like something a little bit easier in a sense, because anytime that we say that things are hard, we start to create that reality, right? Which is kind of like this catch 22 as we're talking about manifesting and and how our thoughts really lead into that. But anytime that we say that things are so hard for us, we start to see that reflected in our reality more. If you think that working out is really hard or meditating is really hard or earning money is really hard, you will start to see that show up in your reality. And then you will take those examples of when it showed up as proof and then you'll tell it to yourself even more firmly like, hey, see, this is the evidence. I know that it's hard for me to meditate. I can never stop thinking while I'm meditating. You know, whatever it may be, but but you then prove to yourself in a way that It is hard and that reaffirms that belief and it starts to make it even stronger. So if you have a sort of belief around manifestation that it's hard or out of reach or that it's not for you or that it doesn't work for you, you want to really start to peel back the layers and look at what those limiting beliefs are that you have around manifesting to start out because those are going to make your experience just a little bit trickier. So that's kind of the first thing that I want you to understand. The second thing is that if we can really look at the world and understand that everything that you can see and touch and experience outside of, of nature, everything that exists here was created by the human mind. And for me, the first time that I ever really realized that or was taught that, I it was such like a, a mind-blowing thing. I was like, wow, that's so true. Like, All of these cars and skyscrapers and iPhones and technology and 3D printers and planes that can fly, like all of this was created from the human mind. None of this existed until a human had an idea, thought about it, believed that it was something that they could create or that could potentially become real someday. And then they put aligned action behind that to birth it into reality in a sense like everything that you can touch and feel and see in this whole world was built from our minds so looking at the world in that way it also makes it a little bit easier to understand what is manifestation right manifestation is just the idea that as humans our minds are so much more powerful than we often give them credit for and to think about all the things that that the human mind has created It really opens up your eyes and kind of gives you this expansive view of, wow, like if we can create all of this, why should I not be able to use my mind to help me reach my goals or to create the lifestyle that I want to live? And so I think just breaking it down to those basics is really the first kind of place to start so that you can feel like manifestation is not something so strange or weird or crazy, but it's really something that that we experience all the time and that is such a part of our world. So you might be like, yes, I understand manifestation. I'm into it. I love it. I'm actively trying to utilize it in my life. But you just want some more tips about where you're getting stuck in a sense. So these are the steps, the exact four steps to start manifesting Anything really? This is the the secret sauce to get whatever you want in your life. And of course, there's a lot of blocks that are co- gonna come up for us throughout our lifetime of trying to manifest. And when we reach new levels, we're gonna have new blocks and new doubts and new fears that we have to work through. But in general, this is kind of the scaffolding or the one, two, three, four, easy peasy. This is how you do it. How to manifest. So, the first step is clarity. You need to know exactly what you want in as much detail as possible. So, when you're trying to manifest something, it's important that you take the time to sit down with yourself and really ask yourself what it is that you want. In a very specific sense, like if you want something physical, okay, what is the style, the model, the color, the interior? If it's clothing, like what outfits am I going to wear this with? How can I, if it's a bag, what am I going to keep inside of it? What types of events will I take it to? Like really understanding the nitty gritty details of what it is that you're trying to manifest. And if you're trying to manifest something a little bit more elusive I guess maybe like a relationship you want to paint a really clear picture of the person that you're trying to attract so what are the qualities that you really love in people what is what is the personality type that you really vibe with and get along with what are their values what do they care about what are they interested in what kind of places do they go to, where might you find them, physical things about the way that they look or the way that they hold themselves, confidence levels, all of that stuff you want to get really clear about what that looks like so that you can start to visualize it more clearly. That's the reason that we want detail. I think some people get confused about, well, why do I need to know so much detail? And the reason that you need to know so much detail is because it creates so such a more powerful visualization. And as we know, visualization is the biggest tool to start to manifest. So the more that you can see it, the more that your mind believes that it's actually real. So that's the first step is clarity. The second step is matching your vibration. So obviously, all the things that we want to attract are going to be pretty high vibrational experiences. No one's really sitting around (laughs) trying to manifest low vibe stuff like debt or fear or shitty relationships. So that's why we talk so much about raising your vibration because in general, the things that we desire to manifest are high vibrational things like amazing experiences or financial freedom, abundance, love, connection, all of that stuff is very high vibe. So you're going to want to work on raising your own vibration to meet that of which you're trying to attract. And there's a bunch of different ways that you can raise your vibration, which we can talk about. But I think a lot of people kind of understand the idea of, of raising your vibration already. If, if, If you have daily rituals and practices in place that make you feel good about yourself, that make you feel joyful somehow, that make you feel happy, grounded, connected, all of that is working towards raising your vibrations. So for me, things that help me raise my vibration are meditating, listening to my Good Vibes playlist, dancing around to songs that I love if I need to up my energy a little bit, practicing some of my rituals around money and abundance, talking with my friends and family. Honestly, anything that makes you laugh or feel like you're having fun. Like having fun is actually one of the best ways to start manifesting faster, which is great news for us because, you know, there's a lot of other steps. But part of it is that raising your vibration. And when you are in gratitude, or you're having fun, those are some of the highest vibrational states that you can be in. So allowing yourself to have those experiences, go out with your friends, go dancing, hang out with your family, laugh, enjoy, get off your phone, be outside, do the things that make you feel happy because that is going to make you a magnet for the things that you are desiring. So that's the second step to match your vibe. Then the third step is, I think one of the one of the ones that people have the most difficulty with, but I, I think step four is actually probably the most tricky of them all. But so step three is to feel it and become it. And what I mean by that is that you need to act as though your manifestation has already arrived, that it's already here, that it's already part of your life and who you are, and to practice getting into the feeling of having it. Ask yourself what it would look like to already have accomplished that goal or to be in that relationship or to have that self-love. What would that version of you do? And how would she act and talk and think? And all of that, you want to get really clear about what it would look like to become that next level version of yourself that has already manifested the thing. Step into that future version of yourself that already has it. And so some people call this acting as if or playing pretend. But sometimes when we use those words, I think it makes it a little bit trickier because we're still sort of removing ourselves from actually embodying it or saying, OK, I'm going to pretend that I have the abundance or I'm going to pretend that I have the loving relationship, which creates this divide in the mind still of I'm very separate From This thing and the way that I'm showing up is just an act. It's not actually who I am. So that's why I want to be a little bit careful about calling it acting as if or playing the part or what have you because we want to really try our best to merge those two worlds together. The version of you that you are right now. And the version of you, the future version of you, the next level version of you that would have those high vibrational things. We want to merge those two so that they can become so close that the mind confuses them as being one. I hope that makes sense because something to note about the mind is that it cannot tell the difference between a lived experience, a real experience in your reality And a repeatedly imagined one, which is amazing news because that means if you can repeatedly imagine an experience with intense detail and intention you can trick your mind into believing that you have lived that experience. And what that does is that it empowers you to be able to believe it more firmly and to start to actually manifest it and see it reflect in your reality. That's why everybody talks about visualization so much because we have that ability in our minds to kind of trick ourselves into encoding those visualized experiences or imagined experiences as real memories from our life. But again, this comes with a sort of dark side because the subconscious mind is always listening to us all the time. We can't turn it on or off. So that means that all the time, 24-7, it's always listening for clues as to what we want and what we're desiring and what we are attracting. But it doesn't have the ability to distinguish between Desires versus fears, or wants versus worries. It's just going to fulfill whatever content that it's hearing from you the most. So you have to be careful that you're not spending most of your time in scarcity or comparison or negativity. Or over-analysis about how things could go wrong and why it's taking so long. Because ultimately that's going to lead to you attracting more experiences that match that vibe and that live in that sort of thought pattern. So the mind will hear you worrying and stressing and overthinking 80% of the time and conclude oh my gosh, like she must really love this feeling of being stressed out all the time. Let's give her some more things to worry about so she can stay here all day long, right? Because it's not distinguishing between the things that you do want and the things that you don't want. And that's why there's such a culture now around creating a positive mindset and being able to diffuse those negative thoughts because we understand now that the subconscious mind is always listening to us. So Don't freak out, though. This doesn't necessarily mean that if you worry a lot or you stress that you're going to be attracting horrible things into your life left and right. (laughs) I mean, more often than not, what this really looks like is a relatively normal, quote unquote, level of struggle where you might want to be more positive, but you find yourself sucked into pessimism or seeing everything that's wrong with the situation before you can see what's right and maybe reaching for a goal but self-sabot- self-sabotaging yourself along the way or desiring something really deeply but not being able to achieve it, right? Those are kind of the normal levels of struggle that we've all been through as a reflection of of some parts of our negative mindset. And there's this quote by Wayne Dyer that I absolutely love, and you've probably heard it before, but it's, you don't attract what you want. You attract what you are, which reminds us of the importance of feeling it and becoming it, that third step of manifesting. We really have to be in the vibration of the thing that we desire rather than just wanting it right when you want something you're actually coming from a place of lack which is kind of a a mind warp because you're like okay i'm supposed to want something without wanting it what the heck so i don't want to confuse you guys but in general when we when we want for something or we desire something we are saying that we don't already have it. We are solidifying the idea that it is separate from us, that it's something that we lack. And so that's why we want to get away from that wanting, desiring type of vibration and really step into the, the feeling of, of having it already and becoming that version of ourselves that would have that thing or be deserving of it. So here's an example that I give in one of my ebooks about what it looks like to really be wanting something or desiring something, trying to attract and manifest something, but kind of missing the mark based on your thought process or even your actions in some cases. So imagine that you're trying to manifest your dream home and you've got a really clear idea about what you want the home to look like and where it's going to be located and how you're going to decorate the interior and all of that. And you've even got like an entire Pinterest board dedicated to your dream home inspo. And it seems like you're on track for manifesting it, right? Because you know the nitty-gritty details of what you want and you've painted a clear vision of it for you and the universe. But the problem comes in because the house where you currently live is a little bit of like a disaster zone. So your closets might be overflowing with Clothes and shoes, a lot of stuff that you just don't wear anymore. It's kind of disorganized. Your cupboards are a hectic mess in the kitchen. The storage is like a total clusterfuck of disorganized stuff in bins and boxes. And maybe your windows haven't really been cleaned in a while. And there's kind of like those droplets that, that accumulate on the windows from rain and snow and whatever. You know, I think a lot of us have, I mean, this kind of is maybe an accurate description of my current house (laughs) i'm like i created this example based off of myself and how horrible i am at manifesting my dream home no but i actually in quarantine i was like i need to get this closet under control because my closet in our bedroom we we live in a pretty small apartment so we only have two closets there's the entryway closet that's just a hall closet so there's like coats and shoes and nothing else in there, really. And then we have our, our bedroom closet, which is obviously for all of our clothes. And I live with my boyfriend, so it's the two of us, and it's a pretty relatively small closet, and we have a lot of stuff. So it over the three years that we've lived in this house – only having those two closets and and really no storage space. We have like a storage unit in the, in the basement of the apartment building, but the stuff that we keep down there is like suitcases and things that, that we don't need to access very regularly because it's kind of a pain to go down there and get everything. So we don't have a lot of storage inside our actual home. And so our closet just became so hectic and overflowing and... Just a disaster. So, in quarantine, my one kind of big project was all right, I'm going to take everything out of this closet. Like, when I say everything, I mean we took every single thing out, and our room was a disaster for like a full day. And I vacuumed inside of the closet, we donated kilos and kilos of clothes. And we put everything back in, like really organized and folded, because I did have that feeling of like I, this clutter and the disorganization and everything is not helping me in my in my quest to have a really high vibration and be able to manifest new things. Because it's kind of a sign to the universe that like I can't handle any more stuff. I can't handle any more clothes or shoes or just things in general because I don't have anywhere to put them. And even the place that I do have where I would put stuff is a total freaking disaster. So I really wanted to get that organized. Anyway, that was kind of (laughs) a tangent. But so back to the example, right? You're trying to manifest this house. You've got the details. You know what you want. You have the Pinterest board. You're like, yes, good. I'm on the right track. Amazing. But then your current house is kind of like a little bit of this disaster, right? but you're like oh it would just be way too much work to try and organize all of this like i would just rather wait until the day comes where we can move into a new place or get a new apartment or or finally find that dream home and then i'll just reorganize everything when it's time to move out and we finally have our new beautiful spacious dream home the problem with this mentality is that the negative energy that you kind of have at the moment towards your current house is not a match for the house that you're that you desire that you're trying to manifest. Every time you open the hall closet and you can't find what you need because it's chuck full of all of these coats and shoes and it's overflowing and you think to yourself how much you hate this freaking closet and then you open the pantry in the kitchen and you spend 15 minutes searching for the cumin because all of your spices are just totally disorganized and it's lost in a sea of canned goods and old crackers and spaghetti sauces and stuff that you never use and you just get really frustrated or when the sun is coming through the windows and you see that reflection of all of the the rain or snow droplets that I was talking about earlier and you're just like ugh, you know like I wish those were big beautiful clean bright windows you're creating, uh, you're creating an energy of negativity around the space that you already live in and own. And why that's an issue is because you can't attract something that you that you aren't. Right back to that quote of you don't attract what you want, you attract what you are. So you might be thinking, oh, like I can't wait to get into that shiny new house. Everything will just be better when I. Everything will just be better when blank, whether it's about the house or anything. That's our thought process a lot of times in life in general. I'll be happy when blank. I can't wait to get blank. We're just prolonging our being. Until we get somewhere else or we have something else or we experience something else, we have to step into the energy of being it and having it now where we are with what we have. And that's how we're really going to speed up being able to attract those things that we're desiring. So in this case, The thoughts and feelings that you're having about this current home are pretty negative and the universe is then taking note of your one negative thoughts, your low vibration, and then your deliberate inaction as you just wait (laughs) for something better to come along and fall into your lap so that you can finally feel organized and happy and high vibrational. So you're stuck in a place of lack and feeling like what you have already is not enough And if you feel like what you have already is not enough, that's the opposite of gratitude, right? And gratitude is one of the highest vibrational frequencies. We always want to be finding ways to be more grateful. So you're putting out this idea that your happiness lies on the other side of receiving more or receiving something else. And if this is how we're approaching manifesting the dream home or anything, we're going to be waiting for a really long time. So in order to get into vibrational alignment with this dream home, you would have to take care of your current one and treat it like it was the best damn house in the world. You would have to do that work of decluttering those closets, cleaning up, getting organized, and feeling like you love the space that you're already in. And you would have to start to practice that gratitude for everything that you do have and that you do own and that you do love about this current home so that you can start to feel good inside of it, right? Feeling good When we talk about vibration, feeling good is the way to become magnetic for your manifestation. So you have to feel good in the space before you can attract another one. So only then would your vibration be high enough to align with that beautiful, spacious, bright, dreamy, new, amazing home. So I hope that makes sense and kind of understanding that the real secret to getting anything that you want is again just becoming vibrationally aligned with it in all those senses. So that's the third step. The fourth step and the final step is to trust the universe. And this is the one that I always say is typically the most difficult for people because a lot of us love to be able to plan and control and know what's going to happen and be prepared for the future and that's why so many of us struggle with anxiety because we always want to know what's next but we're unable to so then we, we have that that dissonance right we want to control but we know that we don't have the control. So that's what creates the anxiety. So the fourth step of really having faith and trusting the universe tends to be the most difficult for people and that's why. So what it really means to trust the universe is to not waste time worrying about the logistics of your manifestation or dwelling on how it's going to happen or when it's going to come or what it's going to look like or what you would need to do in all these different areas of your life to create the perfect pieces of the puzzle to make it fall into place. Like we need to let go of that idea that we are in control of the manifestation. We have to surrender our vision to the care of the universe and trust that it's on our way to us. And this is a lot easier said than done, of course. So some of my tips for learning how to tap into that trust are to really lean into the idea that everything happens for a reason. I talk about this a lot because more and more as I move through life, I believe this more firmly. Everything happens for a reason, and what I mean by that is that even your pain is serving a purpose every struggle that you face, every challenge, every experience that feels like a failure or something went wrong or you took the wrong road or you made the wrong decision, even all of those moments are serving a very specific purpose for you in your life. And if you, if you want to really start to believe this, You have to just reflect and look back on your life and think about those hard things that you've been through, all of the stuff that you've overcome, the failures or the things that you thought you would never get over or the mistakes that you thought would impact your future or your career and really be able to look back on them and understand What did I learn in that moment? What was the universe teaching me through that struggle and how did that help me end up where I am now? What did that failed relationship or that failed job or getting fired or whatever it may be? What did that? cultivate inside of me that somehow made me stronger or more prepared for what was going to happen next. Because if you can develop the inner knowing and the idea that everything truly happens for a reason, it will not only help you move through those difficult and challenging times that we're always going to have, those are bound to come up but it'll help you feel more connected when they're happening because you'll be able to understand, oh yeah, I've been through a struggle similar to this before. And even though it sucked in the moment and it was hard and it took some time, I know that I got to a place where I was able to look back and connect those dots. That's the thing about life is that we can never connect the dots going forward, but we can always connect the dots going back, right? And I'm, I, sh- I assure you that if If you look back at those struggles and challenges that you faced, you will be able to connect those dots and understand that you learned something or you... It pushed you to take action on something or it made you stronger in some way or it helped you realize things that you want in life or that you don't want in life. All of those struggles were divinely placed in your path on purpose to get you to the place where you are now. And that's the same for any future struggle. Anything that's going to happen to you down the line is going to be something that was always there. We just didn't have the foresight to see it, but it was always going to be that road bump on our path, but it was placed there on purpose to divinely strengthen us and guide us to be able to become that next level version and actually achieve all of those things that we're desiring. So if you want to try to actually prove this to yourself, journal on it. Take the piece of paper, divide it down the middle. On the left half, journal out any challenges, failures, mistakes, hurt, deception, Any of that stuff that you've struggled with or that you've been able to overcome. And then on the other side, going off of each of those individual incidences or experiences, write about what you learned, about how it forced you to grow, about how it pushed you to take action or it changed your life in some sense or it allowed you to transform or learn a lesson or or change course or come to a realization and what you will find is that you are able to connect those dots and hopefully that will strengthen your belief of this idea that everything does happen for a reason and allow you to trust a little bit more deeply and when you find yourself in a place where you have a doubt That does come up or a fear or you're trying to control the situation or the outcome, which is going to happen because it's natural and it happens to all of us. I really love this this affirmation that you can use, which is when the thought, doubt, fear, whatever comes up, you can say to yourself, I recognize that I have chosen doubt or fear and I choose again. I choose to believe that my vision is being taken care of and I'm so grateful that it's on its way to me now. I'll repeat that one more time. I recognize that I have chosen doubt and I choose again. I choose to believe that my vision is being taken care of and I'm so grateful that it's on its way to me now. So that's a really quick way to switch those thoughts and show the universe that you are trusting that you are actively working on letting go and that you're open to things falling into place for you in a way that maybe you haven't been able to think of yourself yet because that's that's just the truth like there are things that could happen for us in such weird divine coincidental quote-unquote ways that we just haven't been able to predict and so even though we think sometimes that our visions or manifestations are impossible and we start to worry about oh how is that going to happen though but if I have this job I wouldn't have the time to do this and if I'm with this person then how could I be able to and how would I have the money for that travel like we get so caught up in all of those details about the how because we're really not opening up our opening ourselves up to the possibility that we don't know everything and things could happen for us in such a way that we're just incapable of understanding at this moment in time or that our logical mind just would never be able to think of. That's the idea of trusting the universe and having faith is knowing that things can happen in such a way that I am incapable of understanding at this moment in time. But what I am capable of understanding is that that type of magic exists and that it's real and that it's available to me too. And some other great affirmations that you can use to kind of overcome some of those fears and doubts when they pop up is one of my favorites that I use almost daily is everything is always working out for me. I absolutely love this affirmation because it's so beautiful. It's so simple. It's quick. It's easy to remember and you can use it forever absolutely anything. Everything is always working out for me. That will help you to start establishing that level of trust and faith that things are working out. Some other ones are even when things go wrong, I know I am being guided, right? Because our perception of what is going wrong is actually just part of those struggles and challenges that are divinely placed in our path for us to help Create the version of ourselves that's going to get to that place where we're meant to be. So, even when things go wrong, or even when I think things are going wrong, I know I am being guided. I surrender my fears to the care of the universe. So, recognizing that you have fears, you have doubts, yes, but you know that it's not your responsibility to pick those apart, decipher them, figure out why why they exist or how you're going to overcome them with your manifestations and just saying, look, I have these fears and doubts, but I know that there is a higher power much greater than me that can help me take care of these. So I surrender my fears to the care of the universe. Another one is no matter what happens, I know that I am always on my path. Again, just helping to cultivate that sense of faith and trust that it's all working out. Another really short and sweet and simple one that you can say to yourself for almost anything is, it's all part of the plan, (laughs) right? So anytime something, maybe, you know, a wrench is thrown in your plans or something looks like it's going wrong, you can just say, it's all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. And really try to step into that belief that even this is serving me. I might not have... Thought that this was the direction it was going to go or that it should go or that it needed to go. But I'm going to choose to trust that even this is part of the plan. It's all it's all working out. It's all part of the plan. So if we want to talk about the common mistakes that people make when manifesting. That's really the biggest one, I think, is that we get too attached to the how. So everything that we just talked about, you know, being stuck, obsessing over how it's going to happen or doubting that it's possible or trying to control every little thing that you perceive to be a block when it comes up. So that's that's one of the biggest ones for sure. But another mistake that people make a lot is they put their goal on this pedestal so they make it super important to get which is something that I kind of touched on earlier as well by saying I'll be happy when blank or I need this thing in order to be content or satisfied that's kind of the energy that we're bringing to the table when we make our goal so 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 important for us to get it's kind of coming from a place of lack in a way because we're saying that if we don't get this thing or we don't have it, that we won't be happy, right? So that's very low vibe. And so that throws our goal further out of reach for us. So going back to that quote again by Wayne Dyer, we don't attract what we want, we attract what we are. So really bringing back the focus to becoming that higher version of yourself that could easily have that thing or experience or relationship and practice the feeling of having it even before it manifests for you in the physical. And then another mistake that I see a lot of people make is they just get too serious about the manifesting process, which goes back to that idea of, being high vibrational and actually having fun and being carefree and allowing yourself to do those things that you love and enjoy that don't seem like they're part of the process of achieving a goal, but are actually very important to allowing you to become a magnet for your manifestation. When we get too serious about this whole process, We kind of become obsessed with it or we get manic about it. I think Gabby Bernstein, she calls this like the manic manifester, someone who is so obsessed with the idea of manifesting their goal that they just get in that very boxed in, closed in, robotic, this is what I need to do to achieve it, work hard, grind it out, hustle in order to achieve their goals. And you need to open yourself up to some of that flow, to some of that fun, so that you can pull yourself out of that place of lack or uncertainty, those emotions that that start to feel really heavy when you're just so focused on the goal. So if you can step away a little bit from the obsession of it and remember that having fun is part of the manifestation process. It is good to feel good. That's something that you can repeat to yourself. Like that When you're doing those things that might seem like you're wasting time or you're not focused enough, that is actually part of the process in attracting what you want. So allowing yourself to be carefree and have fun and also remembering that gratitude, again, is one of the highest vibrational states that we can be in. So being thankful and happy for everything that you already have will help you to attract more of that. And so an affirmation that you can use for that, that you can kind of repeat to yourself is, I attract more by being grateful for what I already have. That's just a good little reminder. Or this quote of, when you don't need anything, you attract everything. Which is really interesting because it goes back to that idea of the wanting, the desiring, the lack that's kind of throwing our manifestations further out of reach. We really want to step into feeling like we already have it and being grateful for everything that already exists in our life and stepping into our happiness and our joy as we are, where we are so that we can become that magnet for the things that we want more of. Another great affirmation that I like to use is, as my gratitude grows, abundance flows. So that helps me remember that if I want more, whatever that may be, more money, more experiences, more love, more content, more joy, whatever I want more of, it's going to flow to me more easily when I can step into an energy of gratitude. So as my gratitude grows, Abundance flows. I hope that was helpful for you guys. Honestly, this is just the tip of the iceberg. We're going to get more into all of this manifestation stuff and go a lot deeper with practices, rituals, all that kind of stuff. But I wanted to make sure that you have the exact steps for how to start manifesting and also just be more aware of those common mistakes that we're going to run into and make and some of the mindset shifts and affirmations that you can use to start stepping into that place of of trust and faith And knowing that everything is going to work out so that you can speed up the process of your manifestations, but also become more of a magnet for those miracles and good things in your life. If you've enjoyed this episode and you've made it all the way to this point, please go ahead on Apple Podcast and subscribe, rate, and review. It helps me out so, so, so much, and I appreciate all of you genuinely from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for being here. If you know someone, a friend, a sister, a mom, a coworker, anybody who you think would enjoy this type of episode all about manifestation, please go ahead and send them the link. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in, sending you so much love, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.